Okay, so I had some very interesting visions last night. So the first vision, I was at this warehouse and me, my mother, my brother, and my mom, we all worked at this warehouse. It was like a temp agency type thing. And they had like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, all these other things that you could like, all these other like brands where they was like manufacturing the clothes or the clothes had to come through this warehouse or whatever. So while we were there, um, they were in different departments. Some of them were in different departments as me. Some were like right there, but we weren't always together at this working here. So all I know is like um while we were there it was like a whole bunch of different things going on where it was like really it was really easy to go like it's not necessarily easy. I think that you would have like it's like a mindset that you would have if you felt that or if you thought of things like this, but all I know is like it was just this idea to like kind of like pass bad checks through the company and steal clothes and stuff because it wasn't like a lot of security. It wasn't like a really high security there. And like so it was like different people who had the idea to steal and to like, I guess it's money laundering or whatever. But this is a vision, though. So. All I know is like, I felt like at first I was just going to work. I was just going to do my do my job and go home. I wasn't even like going to do anything like that. You know, I didn't even think of anything like that. But I started to be influenced to like steal some clothes, take some clothes while you're here because we're just temps here and they don't really care about us in like a week or something. They just going to be kicking you to the curb and they never going to have, you know, Remember, you you need all of this different stuff, and you know what are you gonna do? You there's not work out here, all the other stuff, like all these other reasons to do it. It's like you might as well just get your money's worth while you're here, especially if you're not gonna get caught. But I just didn't feel right about stealing, really. But I wound up just taking a bunch of stuff, and I don't know why, but when I do something, I really, I really do it. So like, I just. Got, like, so much stuff. Like, probably way more than everybody else did. And, like, I was making sure I got the best stuff and everything. But all I know is, like, I didn't want to do all of that. I didn't want to do it that way. So my brother found out it was a way to pass bad checks. So he had my mother passing bad checks. And I feel like my mother didn't even really want to do it at first, but she just wanted the money. So she did it. So we left work that day and we got away with it. But I still didn't feel like we got away with it because I'm like, God saw that though. And I just, I don't know. I'm just feeling like I'm trying to change, but it's like, it's so hard for me to make the necessary changes in my life with the influences I have around me. And obviously I've been saying like for so long, it seems like everybody is saying, get from around your family, get from around these different people who are influencing you in the wrong direction, who are encouraging your changed behavior. And it's not hard for me to do that. I can do that. 
But it was just like after everything that I have discovered, I see that my family is really vulnerable to these attacks as well. So it's like the same influence that they're having on me, someone is having on them. And I'm trying to, you know, nip it in the bud where it starts so that I can keep my family together. Because if you have the opportunity to keep your family together, why would you? Why wouldn't you take that opportunity? But when it gets this difficult and this stress and it's overwhelming, where your family is not willing to change and you are and it's dragging you down more than you're able to pull them up, then it's like, is it worth it anymore? But the issue is, though, you know, obviously it's going to be harder for you to pull somebody out of out of bad behavior and habits than it is for you to be to drag someone down. So when you realize that and you're up for the challenge, then it's like you're willing to go through whatever for them because you feel that they're worth it. You know, but if you're already thinking like, you know, I'm not about to put in that work. I'm not about to do this for them. And I'm not about to go through this for nobody. Then obviously none of what you're going to have to go through is going to seem worth it. But if you could put that time or energy into a friend, or you could put that time or energy to a business, or you can put that time or energy into getting some money, you can put that time or energy into anything else out here in this world, then why not put that time and energy into the most important things in life, which is love and family? That's just how I see it. But you know, I'm just trying to focus on what's most important. I'm trying to do the best that I can. But ultimately, it's taking such a strain on me because, you know, a lot of times, even though I'm trying to get them to see what's most important, at one point, I remember that we all got that lesson. We all understood what was most important in life through our struggles, through our pain, through all the different things that we went through. We had all we had was each other. And in that moment, we realized that, you know, family is most important. When you don't have anything else, when you're when your back's against the wall, all you have is love, all you have is family. Hold on to that. Never let that go. You know, make sure you're defending them at all costs. Make sure you're willing to fight hard for them and, you know, do what it takes to keep them together. Don't choose the things of this world over love and family. It's just not worth it. But that's so difficult to get someone to see that. When you're already trying to learn that for yourself, first of all, you're on this path and you're trying to take them on this path with you. And then they have all these different distractions and you're trying your hardest to, you know, stay focused and be an example while also like not losing grip of them and whatever else it is that, you know, you feel is most important. But the main issue for me is that, you know, it feels like the real issue and the real problem with getting this done is not the fact that it can't be done, but just the fact that they don't want it to be done by me. And so that just creates a whole unnecessary, like extra amount of burden and baggage and weight and stress and worry on my shoulders. Cause it's like, you can do this. You would otherwise be doing this easier. It wouldn't be like pulling teeth or dragging you kicking and screaming in this direction if it were someone else or if you felt like I wouldn't be getting the credit for doing it. So why are you making this extra difficult on me? You know, it's frustrating. But I just put that in the category of change behavior, things that need to be fixed and things that, you know, I'm willing to work on. In the process, I gain a lot of different things. First of all, I'm extremely strong. Pulling and fighting hard for like four or five different people to see what's most important in life. You know, 
and to get them to where they need to be, that makes you extremely strong when you have to fight all the different attacks that they come up with when they're working their hardest to destroy it. You're working your hardest to keep it together. That's making you very strong. On top of that, you know, I have the experience of, you know, figuring these different things out. So even if it doesn't work out with them, I can always help someone else. And who knows, maybe there's someone else that I help. It won't make it so difficult to help them. So I see that God is also placing me in position for that because there's people who seeing this and they're like, okay, you know, maybe I want your help or maybe, you know, you can help me with this or you help me with that. So I get to help other people too. And then on top of that, you know, it's like I get to keep, I get to fight for my family, you know, I'm happy about that alone. And then on top of that, you know, I learn what it's like to stay together and keep keep love together, keep families together for my future endeavors when I want to start my own family. And what it's going to take to keep them together, I'm stronger for that. I'm being built up and prepared for that. So... The reason why I feel that I need to mention a few of these different points is because ultimately I'm not forcing them to do anything. And I never want to make it sound like or seem like I'm forcing them in any direction. They're going to do what they want to do. What I am doing is being patient with them, fighting for them, and encouraging them in, a, in this direction. And ultimately it does come down to if they don't want to do it and they don't want to go this direction and they don't want it to happen and they're just saying no, then it's just not going to happen. I can't force that. I can't make that happen. I'm just have to move forward with my life. But as long as they're willing to fight, I'm willing to fight. As long as they're willing to allow me to, you know, continue to fight for them and pull them in this direction and, you know, and still hope, do whatever it is I got to do, pray for them, you know, then I'm going to still fight. But as soon as it comes to a point where it feels like they're not trying anymore, they don't want it anymore, and they're just done for real and they're good, like they're not even entertaining this idea at all, you know, then I'm going to move forward in my life. Or if I feel like I just can't take it anymore and I just can't do it anymore, I gave it all that I can give, whatever comes first, you know, but I don't like to think about those different, you know, outcomes because I don't feel like they're, they should be options. I don't feel like those should be options that they ever stop entertaining it because I'm going to keep fighting it past you not entertaining it because, you know, one day you're not entertaining it or for a week you're not entertaining, for however long you're not entertaining it, I keep fighting, I stay patient, and then you're entertaining again later. Whenever you get out of whatever mood, idea, or, you know, mindset that you are in temporarily. You know, I don't want to make permanent decisions in a temporary situation or mindset. That's the funniest part about it, though, because it's like a lot of times we think that we know what we want, and this is a forever thing. And a lot of people like to say they not, they're not changing. You can't change anybody. People are once this way, always this way. And that's never true. And I know that the encouragement that I, you know, the motivation that I have when I want to continue to fight for them, even when it looks like they're not trying and it looks like I look stupid for fighting for them, the motivation that I have is that God still kept fighting for me. You know, at one point, it looked like I was going to be that way forever. And I'm pretty sure everybody around me gave up on me. They never imagined me being who I am becoming today. So why would I ever give up on, you know, them? Why should I? God never gave up on me. So that's my motivation. So I don't even like to entertain the option of giving up. But I'm just not ruling out anything because you just never know God's will for your life. You know, maybe God will say, 
maybe this is God's will for me to continue to keep fighting and never give up and ultimately get everything that I fought so hard for. Or maybe God's will is to ultimately move forward and to build my own family. And then having learned and taken all the experience and strength and power that I've gained from fighting for this one and putting that into my family. And then we move forward. And that's why this happened. Who knows? Regardless, though, you know, I felt like I was influenced, but I just want to take responsibility that it doesn't matter if you're influenced in any direction, you know, nobody can, you, you got to take responsibility for what you do, regardless of who influenced you or what happened around you. So that's one of the main things I'm working on right now, even inside of myself, because the thing is I'm fighting so hard for my family, but I'm also fighting so hard for myself. I'm fighting hard to heal and I'm I'm fighting hard to choose Jesus no matter what. I'm fighting hard to become a better person in my own right. I'm not better than them. I'm still I still have so much to work on. So I'm still trying to be a better me. I just want them to be there too. I want them to change. I want them to grow too. You know, we don't always get what we want, but I know that we can fight hard for what we want and then let the cars fall where they may. That being said, you know, um I am motivated by God. I'm motivated by God. God never gives up on me, so I try not to never give up on them. And when it comes down to the bad decisions that I feel influenced by, I do ultimately feel like if they weren't there, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have got the idea. I wouldn't have done it that way. I probably would have just gone about my business, but that's still not an excuse to do something. So I take responsibility for that. So we leave work and we're in this truck and we're about to drive off but then we end up in the next like address over from the warehouse and we're in there and we're like going through the stuff that we stole which is so embarrassing for me to say because why am I stealing you know and I feel that this is a warning from God because it's a mindset that I'm fighting every single day like even though I'm not necessarily stealing anything but I'm somehow keeping hold or grasp of, you know, a mindset or, you know, just intentions of maybe wanting to steal in the future if if the opportunity presents itself or the circumstances is what it should be. Whatever reason, you know, that's what I'm doing. And so God is showing me like this is why this needs to go and this is why I'm, you know, I'm, this is what I've been trying to tell you. This is what I keep trying to get you to focus on. This is what you need to let go of. And I'm not saying that I'm just so, I'm just hanging on to it so hard, even though in reality, yeah, I am. But I'm not saying that that's necessarily all that it is. It's like, it feels like there's so many different things stacked against me. I have all these different distractions and I'm exhausting my power in so many different directions that when it comes down to doing the simple things that feel like, oh, if it was just that, then yeah, I could do it. Like, I'm cool with that. If it's just that, I can get I can get ahead. But it just feels like it's just so many different things I'm exhausting my power on. By the time I get to this, I'm like, you know, doing that. And so obviously I know that that's a tactic of war. It's like if you can get somebody to exhaust their energy or their power in so many different directions, then by the time it comes to what they really needed to do, they don't have the energy to get that done. 
And so by then they're not giving their best on that. And and if that's what really matters, make sure they're not giving their best on that because they've put too much time and energy giving their best for all these other things. So I'm doing my best to pace myself. But also at the same time, understanding that ultimately it doesn't really matter whatever reward tactic that they use. I know that God has me. God's going to carry me. He's going to keep me. Because if it were just by my own power alone, I would have never made it this far. You know, anybody who is intentionally trying to sabotage me or make it difficult for me, they're only sabotaging and making it difficult for their own selves. Even though I still have to go through whatever it is I have to go through, when it comes down to it, I'm going to I'm going to win. And God has also shown me that recently. When I was younger, I used to do this, you know, and I used to I used not all of it, but I used to do some I used to I used to have to go go through these different things. And it did, it never looked like it would pay off besides the fact that I was staying true to who I was and deciding to be a good person regardless of the individuals or their influence around me. Now God has shown me that that has paid off because of what he's doing in my life right now. So ultimately, it shows me that, you know, regardless, regardless of what it looks like or what it seems like, it might seem like it doesn't matter. It might seem like it doesn't pay off. It might seem like you're losing. You win in the long run with God because you decided to be a good person. And so when you're being manipulative and you're scheming and you're doing all this other stuff to plot and do this, you know, do all this bad stuff and have a bad mindset thinking, well, being a good person isn't benefiting me in any way. Excuse me. Being a good person isn't getting me what it is I want right now, then you'll never have whatever it is you want, not even later. You may not even have it right now. You may not even have it later. If you get it right now, you won't have it later. So it was a poss- it's a strong possibility of that. But the thing about that is, you know, or you won't have it how you want to have it. So the thing about that, what I feel like God is doing in this season is he's already done the big things inside of myself, I feel like. And so right now he's helping me to nip the smaller things. And now he's just helping with uh, the distracting type, you know, smaller issues, you know, because the bigger work is done in me. He's trained me up in that way. It's just other things that I could help and I could work on and I could do, you know, but I'm just glad that. Ultimately, I am this person who is considering these things, who do care about these things, who who isn't always so focused on destruction and calamity and so on discord. So with that being said, you know, I can always be happy in that. I can always feel blessed about that. I have a pure heart with pure intentions. I'm always going to win, you know, but if there's any, obviously having a pure heart and pure intentions means wanting everyone around you to win, no matter who it is. That means wanting them to, you know, ultimately see what's most important, ultimately get the better end of deals, have joy and peace and happiness in their lives as well. So naturally, I want to help everyone around me. But if ultimately the lesson is to shed different individuals who just don't want to change and are just making it more difficult for you to move forward and make different changes in your life, then... 
I would just have to accept that lesson for what it is. Not that I don't already know that. So I know that and I'm still choosing what I'm choosing because if God is showing me that these are smaller issues, the big work is already done, the big things he's already taken care of, and these are just the smaller things that I don't have to worry too much about, it feels like the end of the world now. It feels like suffering and it feels like torture right now. But ultimately, you know, the bigger things that I, that's mo- obviously most important, which is my family and the people I love and keeping us together and fighting hard for that, obviously that matters more than these smaller issues that they are feeling like they are sabotaging. God would never let them sabotage the things that really matter. So this is just a show of character. It's a test, and it's a test of faith and trust in him. I feel that if I stay strong and I hold on to them, Ultimately, we all come through this, we all come out of this, and everybody wins. And I think that's more important than, you know, whatever it takes to have to go through, whatever I have to go through in order to get there, even though, obviously, right now, because I'm human, it feels like torture. It feels like the end of the world. But that being said, though, I, we go into this warehouse and we're like getting dressed. And, like, I'm just got a whole bunch of different clothes. But it doesn't, I realized the clothes don't even matter. It was just the act and the 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 act of stealing at all. The, the mindset and the heart, like, the mindset and the intentions of wanting to steal or take from anything or anyone. It was never about the clothes or anything. And so here I am focused on all that I got out of it. And God is showing me, like, you have so much to offer. You really are, you know spiritually blessed and spiritually gifted and spiritually rich and yet still here you are you know doing different things that are not reflective of who you could be and so I feel like that was the most torturous part of it all even though at the time I couldn't not focus on the different things that I had gotten out of it so I feel like this is just like God showing me. He's 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 warning me and warning me and warning me once again about these different things. And I seem to be still doing the same thing over. And it kind of reminds me of, you know, this vision that he showed me a couple years ago. He said, I could take every demon off of you and I could take you out of every situation that's hindering you. And I could take you out that situation that, you know, is torturing you. But you run right back to it as soon as I take you out of it because you don't know, you don't understand the work that it takes in order to get away from this stuff. So that's why you need to go through it. That's why you need to get the work done. That's why you need to learn. You got to go through the process. You got to feel the pain and the torture. You got to understand, you know, what it took in order to get you out that situation in order for you to never place yourself back in it again. And this is why I'm not taking you out of it every time you pray and ask God, just please get me out of here. Like, no, you have to get yourself out of there so you know what it takes to stay out of there. And I understood that. Like, I see it now. Because in this vision, I see, like, you know, God is showing me, like, look, you're stealing. Look, you're wrong. Look, none of these clothes matter. None of this stuff matters. And as soon as I see it and I'm then... Five seconds later, I'm like, but look at all that I got and look at all that I stole and look at all that I took. And I'm just like, I'm upset with myself because like deep in my spirit, I'm fighting. I'm really fighting so many different things. I really am. It might not seem like it, but I'm fighting so many different things in my spirit where I don't want 
to do this stuff. I don't really want to be participating in these things, but I feel like I don't have any other option. I'm being lied to. Satan is lying to me. He's making me feel like you don't have any other options. Like what are you what else are you gonna do? You're just gonna starve without it. You're just gonna be, you know, without you're just gonna have to go without then and it's like well, then I might as well have it. I might as well take it so that I don't have to go without. And so that's why I'm doing the things I'm doing. I'm not just doing it just because I want to be a thief. So obviously it's a reason for everything. And so I feel like sort of maybe I blame God. Because I'm like, if you don't want me stealing and you don't want me taking things, you say that you will provide, but you're not providing. And if you were providing, then I wouldn't have to steal. And so I get so frustrated with all of it because it feels like it's a cycle that I'm stuck in. But it's like God is also showing that the reason why you're stuck in this cycle is because you're not doing what's necessary to get yourself out of it. You know, ultimately, God is there and he is helping me, but he's also exposing different things around me that I am and I am enabling and I am and I am participating in. And one of those one of the biggest things, as I said, tends to be my family and the influence that they have on me. But why would God ever want me to give up my family? So what I see it as is like maybe God is saying, you know, you just have to suffer then. You're just going to have to suffer in this process in order to help them. If you want them to come out of this, you're just going to have to suffer. Like I see your intentions as long as you hold steadfast and endure and keep the same intentions to the end, everything's going to work out for you. And so I've been getting that message a lot. And I feel that I wouldn't have gotten to that conclusion if I didn't already determine that this is what I wanted. So when it comes down to it, you have to already decide. You have to already know what you want. You have to be who you are. And you have to decide on something first by the time you want something to work out for you. Because there's going to be a million different reasons, a million different obstacles, and a million different things inside of yourself that you're going to have to fight in order to get to the other side of that. But if you determine that you want that and you never give up on wanting that, you're going to lose a million times. You're going to fall a million times. You're not going to have a lot of things or it's not going to seem like you're going to make it out okay. And you might even have to accept the idea that you may not make it out okay. But as long as you have your mind and heart set on something that you want and you fight hard for it, that's all that matters. That's what it comes down to. Just don't give up. So that's where I'm at. And it looks dumb. And people are going to say you look dumb for it until it works out for you. So I guess I just have to endure through this season and trust God when it comes down to it because I know, I believe in God. I know that, you know, now more than ever, which it should, I should never have to say that. I want to say now more than ever, but I believe God. And I know, especially with all the different things he's been exposing lately, that he's always going to come through for me, no matter what it looks like. So it looks like I'm taking a lot of L's, but ultimately I'm winning because my soul is being healed. My future is being set before me and God is blessing me in so many different ways. So what do you do when you're good? You make sure others are. So that's what I'm trying to do. So everybody keeps saying you're dumb, you're dumb, give up on them. They don't care. They're not worth it and all this other stuff. But it's like, you know, I wish I didn't have to hear it and I wouldn't even really want to repeat it. But it's like, this is what I'm hearing and this is what everybody's saying. But ultimately, I'm willing to go through whatever for them, you know, to save my family, but not give up on God. That's the only thing I'm not willing to go through for them because without God, I would never be able to do or be nothing for them or to them. I, you can't pour from an empty cup. So that's the only thing I'm not willing to do. 
the issue is that, you know, it seems that they are so focused on sowing calamity and discord that maybe they have realized that if God is the only thing I'm not willing to give up for them, then we got to make her give up on God. And that's become extremely toxic and, and, and horrible. But it's okay because I don't have to worry about that either because it's a scripture that says no one can pull you out of the Father's hands. So they're never going to be able to do that anyways. You know, so... It's probably, no, it's not probably, I'm confident in the fact that it's more likely a chance that they will be changed in the process by God than they'll ever be able to take me away from him. So, that being said, you know, that's why I'm still here fighting. Even, no matter how dumb it looks, no matter what I have to go through, no matter what I have to face. So, you know, people might say that you look weak and you're letting them run over you and you need to stand up for yourself and you're not tough enough and you're too you're too soft you're not going to survive and all this other stuff but honestly it takes a very strong person to not give up on people who don't believe in them it takes a very strong person to believe in people who don't want to believe in themselves it takes a very strong person to keep fighting for something that doesn't look like it's ever going to work out but you believe regardless and you trust in God you trust in things you cannot see that takes a very strong individual. I think you are way stronger if you choose what you cannot see than over what you can. You see that. That's easy to believe in that. It's right there in front of you. But to believe in something you can't see, it takes way it takes a way stronger person to be able to do that. So I'm okay with that. You know, I mean obviously it hurts. I have to go through what I have to go through. I'm human. I feel the emotions. It might not seem like I'm okay with it, but ultimately I still choose this, so I'm okay with it. And you might call me dumb, but, you know, as long as this is what I really want in my heart, it shouldn't really matter what you call me. But, so, um, Kanye shows up, and, you know, I'm putting an outfit together with my, like, I have, like, a fashion state of mind. It's a part of me. Like, it's a part of me where I can, like, you know, put outfits together based off my, my fashion sense. And, like, when I'm in my visions, there's, like, no limits, you know. In the in real life, it feels like, or in the natural, it feels like there's limits because you're wondering if these things can even exist. But in your mind, you, they already exist because you already thought it up and you designed it. So I'm wearing these different things. And then Kanye shows up and he's saying, you know, um... He's saying, wow, you should really just let this stuff go. Let this fight go for your family and just, you know, he didn't necessarily say let it go. But he said you should stop going through what you're going through, doing it. Well, I mean, let me say what he exactly said. Why are you stealing? Why are you stealing clothes when you can be designing a fashion line? And, like, understanding everything that happened, he's saying, well, then, if you have different people influencing you in the wrong direction, then you shouldn't let them. You should stop allowing people to influence you in the wrong direction stop get from around people like that you know so he's not necessarily saying give up on my family I don't want to make it sound like that but maybe I heard it that way like I can't give up my family you know I cannot give up my family I just can't I, I know what I'm doing and I know it looks dumb right now it looks like I'm wasting talents and years and all this other stuff but it will be worth it I trust God that you know out of all the years that it felt that I have wasted going through the struggle and the pain I've gone through for God to restore that in like two, three years time and to be continuously restoring different, you know, years of things that felt like they were torn down forever. He's restoring these things in months and hours and all this other stuff. Like, I don't have to worry about time. 
You know, time is, God does not sit where time, you know, God, God sits outside of time. Time does not hinder God. So I don't have to worry about that. And I really, you know, I don't want to stress about it. I don't want to think about it, even though obviously like right now, like fashion, if fashion makes me happy, it frees my mind, makes me feel, you know, if it fulfills me, like it. I feel fulfilled when I'm indulging these different things that I love. So that's obviously why it matters that you said it. Because it's like, I, I clearly love fashion so much. It can contribute so much to it. But I'm trying to get my ducks in a row. And I'm trying to focus on what's most important right now. Because I know there will always be time for these materialistic things in this world. There will always be time for fashion. There will always be time for clothing lines. There's always be, there will always be time for shoes and money and you know, being in different environments, runway shows, on TV, it'll always be time for that, you know. But would there always be time for family, you know? And I mean, yes, but at the same time, no. Like, I know that if I focus on what's most important and do what I think is most important, these other things, they will work themselves out, you know. And if they don't, you know, then they just don't. I can't stress about that because I don't want to later on in life have focused so much on these different things, even though they made me happy at the time. And that might trump a lot of, you know, the other issues. If it's like your happiness versus, you know, love and family, you know, it seems like that's that's the real debate. It's not really about fashion or clothes or, you know, different things, but it's just about you being happy and being free and who you are and building on that as opposed to, you know, family and that different thing. But I just trust God that every I can have it all and only God can make it happen. So I got to let him. But ultimately, if later on in life, I had focused so much on my own happiness you know, would I regret not, you know, putting in the time and the effort for my family? Will I ever regret that? That's the biggest question in my heart and in my mind every single day. Would I ever regret that? And if I ever answer that question with a big no and I know that I mean it in my soul, then maybe then by then it's time to move forward. But it's also a very important lesson that I'm learning. You know, you're not always going to be able to be happy, you know, You're not always going to be able to put happiness over family and love, you know, happiness. You can be happy and you can do things to make you happy and make you and make you feel great. But sometimes you're going to have to go through a a series or a time of being unhappy and sacrificing different things like that for the people that you love. And I don't feel that there's anything wrong with that. I just feel like, you know, if you really love them and if you feel like you ever miss out on that, then Obviously, you're going to have to do what you need to do right now. But if you ever feel like, well, that's not the type of person I am. I don't feel that I'd ever miss out on that. Or you're willing to deprive yourself of something like that. Then by all means, do what you feel is right. But this is what I feel is right. Either way it go, he's still not wrong. He's just not necessarily. He just, you know, he sees it the way he sees it. But all I know is, you know. I I felt so much happiness when I was designing clothes with him, though. I really did. Like, it made me so happy. And the idea of being able to indulge in that and, like, 
start my own clothing line, all that stuff. Like, it was really hard decision to make to keep choosing my family. It was so hard for me because I was like, man, you know, I could be so happy. I could be so happy. But, like, I'm like, I'm still going to keep fighting for my family, though. Because if this found its way to me, then it will, it will you know, I'll always have access to these different things. It'll always find its way. You know, I don't want to keep saying that because I hate that idea of thinking that something that's for you now is going to always be for you. You can miss out on opportunities chasing the wrong things. But I guess I'm saying I feel like taking this opportunity to, you know, make sure my family is there and make sure that everything works out for them too and make sure they're okay and get them where they should be with God, I guess I'm saying it's worth it then, you know? And I don't know if I really necessarily fully mean that. I couldn't truly understand that on the level of what I need to understand it on because I'm not there experiencing that how I should. But regardless, you know, I still made my decision, you know, knowing that I could go and experience that and see what that is, you know. I may not even miss this, but one day I will. I just know it. I know myself. As much as I know how great and how happy I can be in that and forget about this, I know that one day I will look back and have missed this, my family, and this opportunity. So I'm going to take that chance right now. But I want to have to keep putting everything on them like it's their fault. I'm just saying, you know, this is what this vision is showing me. This is what I'm going through as well. But all I know is... Then all the different things that I took, they just start disappearing. They just start getting stolen from me. And God has always told me growing up, you still get stolen from. Everything you do comes right back around to you. So all the different bad intentions that you have towards anything, it's always going to come back around to you. So I'm careful with my intentions now. I'm very careful with my intentions. Obviously, I came back around. My intention was a steal, so I got stolen from. The outfit that I made... You know, somebody stole it right off of me, like, you know, manipulated me out of this outfit. And that's what I was doing. I was manipulating different situations around me. And God is showing me to shred all these bad intentions in my heart. God is showing me to shred all of these different mindsets or different habits that are leading me down the wrong path. Have pure and good intentions 100% because Thinking that you're doing it just enough is never enough. You That stuff is still always going to come back around. So I'm still dealing with that and fighting that inside of myself. You know, even though I feel like it's a small portion. Another thing that God has shown me is that you just never know how much of an effect it has on you. You may think it's small, but it may be big to God. So, you know, got to be careful. And I'm, I'm you know, I, I feel warned. But... I'm not going to worry because he also taught me not to worry. But all I know is, so I come outside and I find out that my mother got arrested for passing bad checks. And I'm like, I knew better. I knew better. Like, I had the power to, you know, influence my family in the right direction. I'm not setting a good example. It's my fault. Even though it seems that they were going to do what they wanted to do regardless, 
I still had enough power to put in my two cents and fight hard for what I believe in and go in the right direction. There's no telling how it would have landed or what may what may have happened. God is showing me that I have more of an influence on my family than they want me to know or that I may even know. So I had to take responsibility for making them feel that it was okay and feeling like it was okay and doing these different things, even if it wasn't my idea. It doesn't matter. I shouldn't have ever enabled it. So my mother goes to jail for passing bad checks, and I'm just feeling so horrible about it, like so bad. Like, no, not my mom. Not my mom. She does not belong in jail. My mom never has gone to jail, I don't think. She's ever gone to jail. She doesn't even do things like that. So I'm feeling so bad. And then my brother, you know, because it was his idea, he comes out with a gun, and he's like, I'm about to break my break mommy out of jail and I'm like no do not do that do not try and break mommy out of jail you're not gonna be able to break mommy out of jail and it just looks really bad he's not really listening but then the police shows up and he's waving a gun around and I'm like the police is right behind you you're waving a gun around he's like I don't even care and I'm just like you know I'm I'm devastated because he's like he's doing he's doing you know he's putting his life in danger, and I know that you know black men's lives are already in danger with the police even without a gun in your hand, but I don't want to feed into that narrative either you know but at the same time like what I'm saying is it's just not safe it's not safe and God is looking down and he's like this is you know this is what you've sown this is what you've sown so. I'm feeling so bad, and I'm like, I'm sorry, God. I know you're right, and I'm just repenting. Like, you were right. I'm sorry. Like, you know, sometimes it's so hard for me to just and just say that God is right, and I don't even realize that. I feel like I'm ready to say he's right, and I'm always willing to say God is right, but maybe I don't realize that that's when I'm ready or when I feel like I'm ready. Like, I don't want to ever do it when I know I'm wrong or something. I don't know. But it's like he's showing me these different things. And all I know is like, I'm like, sorry, God. I see what you, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please help us. Please help us. Like, I should have never let this happen. You were right. I'm I'm wrong. And then that's when, you know, God's responding like, no, I shouldn't even help you because you, <laughs> it's not funny, but I shouldn't even help you because you didn't want to say you were wrong until consequences happen and I get frustrated with warning you a million different times and I'm always letting you off easy and the only time you want to repent is when stuff like this happens like you're taking advantage and I don't appreciate that and I want you to start hearing me when I'm warning you a million times before things like this have to happen and it's so embarrassing you know because I'm still like that I'm still doing stuff like that I already knew I had to work on this it's like I almost feel like if I wasn't putting my time into so many other things, then maybe I have more time, more energy to work on this. But I don't want to use that as an excuse because God has already shown me everything that you are meant to be, you are, regardless of what's going on around you. So that means that this is just where you're at. And that's a sobering thought. And that means you can't blame anybody else. You have to take full responsibility. You're just not doing the work or you're just not there yet. And you have to get there. But at least I want to be there. And at least I'm still trying to get there. So... I realized that, and then the police show up, and they're and they pointing guns at my brother, and 
he's about to get shot up. And I'm like crying. And then I realized the second I turned my head, I wasn't paying attention. He was like, not even that person anymore. Like, not even want to go back at it with the police and not even looking at, you know, really like tough and stuff. So I realized that God is also showing me like, you enable him when you give him this much attention. When you're giving him all this attention and you're making him feel like you're you're so devastated when he does stuff like this and all this other stuff, he feels he has to put on a show for you. Stop doing that. But it's like it's kind of hard for you not to care when you feel like somebody's somebody you love is in danger. So I guess that really God is almost saying, like, let them mess up and make mistakes. Stop always trying to be there for them and guide them in the right direction because when they know that they have your attention, they go further, you know? Don't give them any attention. Let them let them feel like you will let that happen, you know? And that's just hard for me because it's like I don't want them to feel like I would let that happen. Last thing that they need is for is to feel like the people that love them wouldn't care if they put themselves in a messed up position or situation. This is how these situations come about. And it's amazing that God has shown me, like, they need to feel loved. I feel that God said that to me. They need to feel loved. He said that about my sister. She needs to feel loved. Well, then, obviously, then it's not, you know, a good idea to make them feel like I would let something like that happen to them. But it's like, it's a, it's a right way to do everything. So that means that in, in doing it the right way, you can make them see that, you know, if it comes down to it, I'm not about to, you know, do stupid stuff with you or give you too much attention when you're, you know, feeding our daughter into stupid things. Cause I'm trying my best to be a better person, my own self. You know, but when you have different individuals around you that you feel like they're going to take whatever they can for what it's worth, that means it feels like you can't even indulge or feed into it at all. You can't even care, but I'm going to care. So that just feels like it's difficult. It's just difficult because I'm just going to care. That's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to care. And God wants me to care. He just wants me to be an example first so things don't get to that point. And when I stop putting myself in position, these chain of events won't even present themselves. That's what it's about, you know? I mean, by then, once it gets to that point, it can be a different way of handling it. And it's, a, it's ways to, you know, avoid certain things. It says, God says that he'll never give you more than you can handle. And in the midst of trouble, he'll always show you a way out. So it's like even when you got to that point, he's still giving you options and ways of not making it worse or of getting out of that situation, even though he never wanted you to get to that point. But there's a way to not ever get yourself to that point or that position from the jump. And so I'm focusing. That's my goal to get to that point where I'm not doing that. But by then, yeah, you know, it seems like. I could even work on, by, even if I got to it by that point. But I think that's my mindset. I don't want to work on if by the time I got to it by that point, because then that makes me feel like I'm not reaching for the highest goal, which is to never get to that point. So, you know, it's frustrating because it's like it's so many levels of it. Like, I don't want to enable the mindset. It's okay to think of 
different tactics or ways of getting out of your practice, different ways of getting out of something that you should have never gotten yourself into. But also at the same time, if you find yourself in that position, I also want to be able to get out of it. I want to be able to know the right way to do something. If you find yourself in that position, you don't ever want to be unprepared if you find yourself in that position, but you never want to put yourself in it to begin with. So it's, you know, it's frustrating, but God makes it happen. And, you know, he's showing me these different things. He's giving me this wisdom and this insight. It's a way to do both. Yes, it is. Because even though he wants you to never put yourself in this position, he also wants you to be able to figure out ways out of it for multiple reasons to help someone else out of a situation that maybe they put themselves into. If you ever find yourself in this position or for whatever reason, if you have to go down this route in order to figure out how to never get back down that route ever again, to know how to get out of it in the process and how to survive in the process or during the meantime. So there's many different reasons why you have to do these things or know these things. And I should have already known that. I feel that I already did. But it's just on a whole different level right now. I don't know why. It's like maybe I'm helping someone else. I don't know. But, you know, after that, you know, I go back into this place. And my brother is taking off in a police car, but I think he's going to get out. He's going to be okay. I go back into this place, and I'm looking for the things I stole. Like, I ran right back into the bad stuff. And it's like, I'm trying to gather everything up. And I'm saying I'm going to do better in the future, but I could do better now. So that's also something I feel like God was pointing out. You know, instead of saying, I'm going to do better later, I'm going to do better in the future and procrastinate and putting it off, do better now. You know, put something down now. Stop doing things right now. So it's so many different embarrassing aspects of this vision. But ultimately, you know, I'm not too ashamed or embarrassed because I see that God is working on these different things in me. Even if the whole world is watching, you know, another thing that I also realized is that, you know, I am, you know, a lot more than a lot of times people want to give me credit for or I even want to give myself credit for. So I can, I'm okay. I'll be okay. I'm learning different things, and I need to leave myself vulnerable enough to be able to receive instruction. But also, I need to be confident in who I am and what I know, whether I would have otherwise been in that situation based off of certain circumstances and what the devil is manipulating me to make me believe that I need to work on when it's not what it looks like. It's not always what it looks like. So being very careful of that, you know, I think... It's not the only thing that matters, and God doesn't want me to focus on it too much because the devil probably just wants attention as well. But the thing is, he may want me to see that, you know, the devil, you know, he wants to play. He wants you to feel like he's doing more or playing much more of a part than he actually is. So keep that in mind, you know, and stop reacting so much. Trust God more. And that's that's where the trust and the faith in God comes and plays such a big part. Because the devil wouldn't even be able to play so many, so many tricks on your mind and make you feel or indulge in a lot of different things if you just had a little bit more trust and faith in God. If you start from the jump, I would have never stolen or taken every, anything if I just had a little bit more trust and faith in God that he was going to provide for me regardless of what I had. And then everything else would have never happened. So it does, it does ultimately come down to trust and faith in God. And I'm working on that. I really am working on that around the clock working on my having more trust and faith in him 
you know, like I said, there's different things distracting me that makes me feel like I'm taking away from more time I could be putting into that. But God is saying nothing or no one can stop what I'm doing in your life. So I don't have to worry about it. And I don't want to allow them to feel like that's even an area that they can attack right now. That being said, that was my vision. I had another one after it, but I guess I don't have enough time to talk about that one. But I think that I'll just say that the lesson in that one was, you know, maybe I'm being offered so many different, like, situations to settle on or settle in. I don't need to settle for anything. I think despite the situation with my family, because I don't want to make it like it's all about them, that's selfish, you know, and it it kind of feels like I'm not taking full responsibility for the part I'm playing. But regardless, you know, um, there's so many different things going on around me. And ultimately, it takes having the most trust and the most faith, the most faith in God to believe that he's going to get me everything that he has for me. I'm going to get everything that God has for me as long as I do not settle for anything else. And so I prayed so many prayers asking God, God, please keep me from settling for anything. Please keep me from thinking that you will not provide. Please keep me from feeling as if I cannot get to everything that you have for me so that I don't end up in situations thinking that I have to take this or I need that or I might as well do this because God is not coming through enough. Allow me to be patient and wait on you, God, because I see that a a big part of this situation and what he has me fighting is a lot of individuals who took or settled for less or jumped into an opportunity believing that they would never have another another one or thinking that they couldn't wait on God, becoming impatient and not wanting to give God the opportunity to provide and because it wasn't happening in their timing. So I see that, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm better than them. I'm just saying that like in the process of me learning this, he's showing them that as well. So we're all learning together and we're all getting there together, you know? And so maybe it's not really, you know, set in stone as it looks, but it's just like school. We're all learning together. We're all growing and learning together. And we all need to see these examples of lessons. And God is allowing me to be a leader in that. He's placing me in a leadership position to lead us into all of these different lessons that he wants to teach us all as a whole. So I obviously saw that in my vision, but I just never imagined it manifesting in the way that it is now. That being said, I'm very grateful, you know, for what he's doing. And though I feel so drained and stressed and tired and worried, there may be another thing I need to worry about or I need to work on, excuse me, not worry about, not worrying, not stressing, not feeling so drained and, you know, allow myself to be happy in all that God is doing. 